0: Hello Lamily, welcome to the first full episode of Me, I Am a Memoir, The Meaning of the Meaning of Mariah Carey I am Fab, Adam Richard, this is Posh, Philip Lee Curtis, and together we are the elusive sham (laughs) too It's still funny (laughs) No, still, it's never not funny Um, We will be uh, going through Mariah Carey's memoir, The Meaning of Mariah Carey And discovering the meaning of The Meaning of Mariah Carey (laughs) As we go along Now uh, Trigger warning Coming up in this episode There will be A discussion of Family violence mm-hmm. So That could be Distressing uh, Also Suicidal ideation uh, Could make itself Apparent At any point uh, As it does in the book So And that's not uh, just us <laughs> That's not just Yeah <laughs> We've read the book And it's driven us To the edge no. <laughs> So uh, just if any of those things upset you, um, you can always call Lifeline 13 11 14 if you are in Australia or contact Beyond Blue or any of the mental health advisory places in the countries where you live. We don't know them all. You'll have to Google them. I'm sorry. (laughs) Don't have a list on us. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Now, uh, every episode so far of our bonus episodes before we got to this, the first (gasps) main one. Official. It's official. (laughs) Um, We've been doing a bit of uh, Mimi moments, the the Mariah news, so to speak. So, shall we move on into it? We shall.
1: It's time (laughs) Not only is it time For us to finally start our deep dive Into the meaning of Mariah Carey Mm. but it's also time to get festive. <laughs> it is. Uh, Mariah has officially announced that Christmas is on its way, meaning we can legally crack out her two Christmas albums and listen to them on repeat every day without fear of Mariah arrest.
0: I love that it's, that, that, that it's a legal situation.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. It's very important, darling. Uh, now, Mariah has also decided against becoming a ballot counter in the US election. Oh, I know. And sadly... <laughs> I
0: did see that someone wanted to I count know. the ballots in, in Las Vegas. It's like, they're slow enough in Nevada The last thing you want is Mariah having to put on a full face To do and the ballot counting getting to 39 counting.
1: and having to start counting again Everything's 12, 12, 12. Uh, And sadly the meaning of Mariah Carey Was not erected the President of the United States I know But I do have it on good authority That she will be leading the Secret Service Excellent so. uh,
0: I can't wait to see her talking into her sleeve And chasing a cart in the street But it's in the heels. book as well It's the book She'll be dressed um, like she's in Honey In the Honey film clip Where she's a yes. proper Secret Service
1: on on the um, the what is it on the water the jet skis yes. um, <laughs> chasing them down. Yes. Now Craig David has posted a video of him singing along to Always Be My Baby, oh. and Mariah has pretended to know him. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, that was just Mariah being kind, leading with kindness as she often does. And last, <laughs> sorry, I think uh, that has gone. Know you. <laughs> you are and lastly, Mariah's children tried to scare her on Halloween oh, yeah. and now they're up for adoption. <laughs> so you can pick yourself up one of Mimi's dem babies <laughs> anytime this week.
0: Dem kids. Just
1: they, they will scare you. Uh, um, I'm scared of them already. And <laughs> that is it for Mimi moments this week. Oh, nice it
0: was and quick. Such a, it's, it's so much briefer now that we've got other things to talk
1: about. <laughs> exactly. My list is just getting longer. As I said before recording, I am now Carrie Bickmore. Yes,
0: you are doing the headlines. <laughs> the Gis. Well, getting into the gist, uh, we're covering three chapters this week. Or sections. I don't know what we're calling them. Um, first is An Intention, where Mariah starts her inner child therapy. Uh, mm-hmm. The next one along is Existence, where Mariah meets Maureen, or mariah Ean, as we've been calling yes, her. Yes, that's how I write it. <laughs> and finds out she can sing. And then our probably most con- controversial chapter we'll be dealing with, Close My Eyes, where Mariah experiences the horror of family violence. Uh, mm. So that is what is coming up. In today's episode. Bring me on down. Alright, it's time to dig into it. Are you, have you got your big Mariah-shaped shovel? <laughs>
1: <laughs> is is it the shovel part, like the bottom part that's Mariah-shaped, or is it the stick as well? It's the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole skinny, thing. Legend. The skinny legend. skinny
0: <laughs> legend. Deep digging It Mariah. has a wig
1: on. <laughs> A shovel with a wig. A shovel with a wig. That's the new joke. (laughs) Now, of course...
0: (laughs) Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's just going to be us laughing for a minute, I know.
0: We're dealing with some very serious topics this week, so we're going to have to really get over ourselves.
1: (laughs) And if anyone's the authority on that, it's... um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um, Now, we, we have finally cracked into it. Yes. Part one, Wayward Child, first chapter, An Intention. An Intention. Now, I love that this is literal like she's giving us the reason why
0: she's writing the book yeah i like that that. it's it's yeah it's kind of um yeah you i mean this is the thing with memoir um (laughs) from my from my uh university studies of uh writing my memoir fragment (laughs) (laughs) for creative non-fiction um Is that you kind of, you know, you can't just go, oh, here's a bunch of things I remember. You kind of have to go into it with an intention. And, uh, you know, this is basically the first, you know, if you were writing a 2,500 word essay, this would be paragraph one. But she's got a whole book to fill. So, let's make it a chapter.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. It's only two pages, but it's a whole chapter.
0: It is a whole chapter of two pages. Now, of
1: course, I listened to the audiobook this week and Adam read. I I did read
0: text how was Hex, how yes. was the 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 speaking?
1: Uh, yeah, I've I've got no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now what I should say is is obviously the intention really mm. for Mariah was introducing us to little Mariah. Yes. And what she said, this is a quote, mm. my intention was to keep her safe. But perhaps I have only succeeded in keeping her prisoner. Now, in the audiobook, hmm. I wanted...
0: You wanted prisoner, didn't you?
1: Prison. I wanted her to break out <laughs> straight into I don't want to be a prisoner. I don't um, want to be a prisoner without your love. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, I do love that already mm. the self-references are just in every sentence. Oh,
0: every, everything. Everything is... <laughs> the meaning of Mariah Carey is Mariah Carey. I think we're going to find Absolutely. right
1: at Absolutely. <laughs> to the point when she started talking about little Mariah, sort of... We we got glimpses of her early in the career. And she just started listing off the, the music video. Yeah. Uh, what do you call, like, the, what happens? Like, I was on a swing and, and I was on a roller coaster. and <laughs> I it's like, oh, get yes. that, though. Like,
0: she's been so <laughs> sort of, um, you know, over the top and hands-on with her career and the images and the visual stuff. And, like, you know, if you... Point in fact is watching the making of the beautiful film clip where she's obviously being told what to do by a director and then going mm, not that I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know that director. <laughs> so yeah, I I kind of get the the fact that she's se- looking back over her career basically at this point and going oh. That was the inner child trying to get out. Yeah. That was the inner child trying to get out. That was the inner child trying to get out. And she has suppressed it all this time. And, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much feeling, I know I've said this a lot on the way through, but I feel like that she's done nothing but inner child work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just every day. Playing with blocks. The only therapy she's done. <laughs> Which maybe she needed to do to have kids. Maybe, you know, we know maybe, she went yeah. through a couple of uh, miscarriages and maybe that was something she's like, Ugh, why is this so distressing to me? And yeah. maybe this is this is the the wonderful product we've got on the other side of it. I'm
1: just imagining her walking into a therapist's office, sitting down, and the therapist saying, what would you like to talk about today, Mariah? My childhood. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Mariah, we have done this every day for 19 years. <laughs> I, lo- I love the idea. Can we please get past 12?
0: Of Mariah being carefully arranged on a therapist's couch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she arrives before the therapist. Yeah, the therapist comes into Mariah's office. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having the my therapist float in. <laughs>
2: yeah. It's Oprah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm still upset that Oprah's never done therapy. Um oh my God. it's really distressing me. She's the world's therapist. She though, is the world's so. therapist. Who could
1: who, who could therapize Oprah? Therapise? No one <laughs> 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 <It> is now. <laughs> Maybe Dr.
0: Phil, but that's about it. <laughs>
1: oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Either. Um now another quote that I've got from the from an intention is millions of people know her but have never known her, oh. which is really just a universal reminder that we don't know her. You don't I don't know yeah, her. That's, that's well, I mean uh, maybe
0: is. this book is Mariah finally reconciling herself with the fact that I don't know her about her own inner child.
1: <laughs> that's true. Can you imagine that's maybe what's been going on this whole time? Yes. It's Can we talk about your inner child? I don't know her. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> I did make a little note of because uh, Mariah was saying that she felt like she'd had you know a heavy blanket and the weight was Mm. pulling down on her. So I'm now just suggesting that anyone at home with a weighted blanket just double check that little Mariah is not in there because you don't want to squish her.
0: (laughs) The weight, you know, have you got a weighted blanket? I don't get the weighted blanket. I don't. No, just get a heavier blanket.
1: It was just eight blankets? Yeah. No, <laughs> just I would prefer. go into the linen cupboard. <laughs> but no, I'm now terrified that anytime I have a slightly heavier blanket, that perhaps there is a little Mariah in it. I think and it's that's a actually metaphor, I'm kind of okay with that.
0: Posh. Oh, I don't think oh. she really is under a lot not of blankets That's not literal.
1: <laughs> oh, that might be our image of the week. <laughs> Um, one thing that did happen in the audiobook, mm. um, there's a moment in which Mariah sort of, you know, takes control and, and says, I'm a grown woman now. Mm. But she almost sighs at the end of the sentence, like, I'm a grown woman now. Ugh. <laughs> exhausting. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be a grown woman. <laughs> it's very hard being a grown woman. It's
0: exhausting.
1: I agree. Yes. Daily, I'm reminded of that. <laughs> you are
0: neither grown um, nor a woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell that to my therapizers. Your therapizers? Um, <laughs> she's Oprah. <laughs> I'm gonna call. I'm going to call Harpo Studios, and if not, Oprah, her receptionist Gail. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not <their> reception. um, <laughs> sorry, Stedman. I forget. Stedman's not the receptionist. Gail, Gail is the weekend receptionist. Oh Stedman's Monday to Friday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but. Yes, and towards the end of, of An Intention, Mariah is basically saying it's all about giving little Mariah a voice. Yes. Which is lovely.
0: Which is, yes. But also, you know, yeah, The I think the other thing is she's warning us that the little Mariah's voice is... Little Mariah's going to say some things that yes. no one wants to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Certainly not people close to her. Um, So <laughs> yeah. that is... Also a terrifying thing because that's one of the things of uh, of any kind of therapy is that, you know, what comes out of you, the things that you've been sitting on not saying for a very long time sometimes can be distressing to a lot of people. Yeah.
1: And so I think sometimes people in themselves don't even, even realise no. it. So it comes out and they go, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have looked under that blanket. No. No. Um, but I think that Wraps up an intention. an intention. I feel like it was just—it is what it says on the packet. Yeah, it's, um, it's
0: basically uh, the run-up. <laughs> yes,
1: before the the pole vault that is very short. Uh, <laughs> um, now into chapter two, existence. Existence. Now the the chapter starts by quoting outside, but once again. Mariah did not sing it. Mariah, where is this audio experience? Oh, she she promised me. Where outside? are the singings? Oh, does she say I it? I know. Does she even... She did say it. Oh, okay. Yes. But, uh, you know, sing it, Mariah. Sang. <laughs> Sang. <it>. <laughs> 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 I did go back and listen to it as she gets I, shouted I, at I, the end. I'm like, that would have been heaven. I
0: did. I did listen to it myself.
1: Now, one of the, the things, like this this chapter does dive a little deeper. mm mm-hmm. um, and one of the things that Mariah sort of stated was that she didn't feel worthy of actually existing, of being alive. Yeah. And she had yet to find what she was meant to do in the music. And that is a um, that
0: is a confronting thing for a little yeah. kid to feel. That is a like feeling like you're not worthy of life itself. Yeah. And you know what that kind of um this because I always felt there was a weird disconnect between the way my Mariah used to talk about her mother in mm-hmm. interviews and stuff. Like, you know, she was an amazing opera singer, she was amazing, this amazing that. Um, and then there were the lyrics of the song from Glitter. Now, I know that's a character talking about her mother. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, it's a fine line, but, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like there's, there's a few, there's a couple of songs from Glitter where you go, Oh, I think this might be. You know, more real than yeah about Mariah's real life than about the character. Like reflections, like this whole paragraph felt like the you know the lyrical content of the song "Reflections" from Glitter. So yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, she may mention it in the Glitter chapter as she well. She may. She may be like, "This is definitely about my mother." <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, speaking of, we are introduced. To Mother Patricia, Patricia And Father Alfred Roy mm-hmm. um, And Mariah describes Mum as having and the ex-brother and ex-sister
0: Oh yeah Elizabeth We're getting there
1: <laughs> There's there's some audiobook specialties In that one um, <laughs> Now of course You know for anyone who I'm, I'm sure everyone's reading But she describes her mother as pa- Having pale skin and straight hair And her father as having Deeper skin and kinkier hair mm. Now the use of kinkier I did have a little giggle Because <laughs> when someone <laughs> says Dad somewhere revolting when someone says dad and kinky in the same sentence, I'm okay. <laughs> um, but yes, then we're introduced to... We're, we're not calling them exes yet. No. She says, and I have to say it like the um, audiobook. So, my sister Alison and brother Morgan... Oh, she <laughs> she sighs.
0: Yeah, like, You yes, get a big sigh. Before, oh.
1: there's a sigh.
0: Well, and That is some foreshadowing for the next chapter. <laughs> oh,
1: yes. And she... Basically describes them as having energy that blocked light, Um, that they had little room for whimsy and fantasy, which would have been a perfect time to hit us with some fantasy, Mariah, just (laughs) quietly. Look,
0: I'm not big on whimsy myself. So, look, I can understand. (laughs) I can understand (laughs) Alison and Morgan on some level.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alison and, and, sorry, Alison and (sighs) Morgan.
2: Morgan. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Morgan.
1: Now, she does start to say, once she sort of introduced us, that she felt like an intruder in her family. Mm. Now, I was wondering, is that is that something you have ever felt?
0: Oh, yeah. Like, I, w- reading this chapter, I... Started to remember the. I used to believe I was, um, believe. Believe I, that I was, uh, an alien, um, like in
1: I wrote that down Guardians too. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, well, not that part, second part. No, alien, I mean, yes.
0: I'm just like that, that wasn't what I thought at the time. Um, but you know, in Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, he's an alien that's been dumped on Earth <laughs> sure. and then is rescued by his space people. Um, but yeah, I had that, I honestly thought that there's no way that I was related to these people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fabulous. Who's this mess in my house? (laughs) Yeah.
1: And you, did you have
0: a similar experience? Yeah.
1: I think I grew up in quite a big family, but also quite a um, sort of like a separated family. So there was lots of siblings and and halves and this and that. And not that we ever saw each other that way, but... Once in a while, I'd be reminded, like, school holidays, my sisters who I lived with yes. would go and visit their dad because we had a different dad. Yep. Um, and it was always on my birthday because uh-huh. I'm w- in September school holidays. And so it was like a reminder that, oh, I don't get to come.
2: yeah, You know,
1: like, I'm not quite the same. yeah. And on top of that, you know, being a gay kid and not knowing it yet and being super creative, like, even now as an adult, um, I- I've gone really far into the sort of creative yeah, land in, in my career and sometimes like I'll go just to a, a you know family occasion or or even just my straight friends who've got kids yeah. you know and then and, and the sort of picket fence life that people you know um aspire to I guess and I walk in I'm like yeah I'm not quite fitting in here am I but and it's not necessarily a bad thing but there are just moments in which you go oh I don't know if I belong yeah uh, but I think it's quite common for anyone who's had some kind of difference. I, think, I don't think life. it's
0: even about that. I think everyone feels it. I think every single person on this earth feels separate from their family cuz like when you're a child like they, they go out of their way to make you feel like you're part of the family and you're yeah. you're protected and all that kind of thing for the most part. Um but you know we are individuals. On this earth, all of us We're not actually connected to each other Except for, you know, a few moments at night time When you've been having cuddles <laughs> Not <laughs> lately, go on But you know, like we're not physically connected to each other We're not psychic As much as the late night television commercials would have us believe <laughs> So we are all individuals And we are all separate And... I think part of that feeling as a child is, you know, that realization that, oh, I'm not a part of my parents. I'm not a part of my siblings. I'm not, you know, I am separate to everyone. And I think one of the things about, you know, creativity is that we spend the rest of our lives exploring things like that. Whereas everyone else, I guess, you know, just gets on with their life and occasionally (laughs) will intersect with that kind of thing. Maybe if they're reading a book or they're watching a TV show or something has kind of stirred something in them emotionally. But for the most part, it's not what they spend all of their time digging up and and raking over. But I think all of us on some level do feel a separation from the rest of the world and it's just that we're individuals and and that's not a bad thing it's just a hard thing to come to terms with listen yeah. to me being serious <laughs> I know.
1: all i'm thinking of like i just miss being little when you know you'd get like carried to bed you'd fall asleep on the yeah. couch or something and it's like why doesn't that happen anymore because you weigh why over hundred kilos, people honey? there's no one can lift you <laughs> A forklift cor- <laughs> <laughs> um, Now, one of the things, of course, that Mariah sort of starts to talk about is that um, music kind of becomes mm. her thing. And I, I I think a lot of people will relate to that. That those kind of things, your music and, and or whatever it is that you sort of get enjoyment out of, they almost become home. Yeah. Because when I move around, like one of the first things I do is make sure I've got my music. Yeah. Um, and that's what gives me that familiar feeling, even if I'm in a different place, a different country, different state, whatever it is, I've got my music and that brings me that kind of comfort, yeah. I suppose. Um, and I, I definitely think that that's the case with Mimi. Mimi. Um, and she starts talking about how her soft singing actually was how she would calm her anxiety. Yeah. Um, and I am thinking, is that the reason why after she's she belts in a song... There's just always a quick come down. Yeah, there's a little, like, oh, there's I a went
0: huge. Moment, it's like, oh, I better oh, had a little exhausting moment. Yes, yes. <laughs> I do. I do love Mahora Ain. Uh, Mariah yeah. Ayn, Um who says to her, "When you sing, it sounds like there are instruments with you. There's music all around your voice."
1: Yes, <laughs> she we love did Mariah not Ayn. say
0: that. <laughs> anyway, so I
1: have actually I've rewritten that. Small that sentence yes. um, of of how Mariah describes it. Now it's a, it's a collaboration with Mariah herself. Mm-hmm. Just see if you can spot where it <laughs> diverts. Yes. All right. So she stopped suddenly, frozen in place. She listened. She listened in silence, standing very still. Finally, she said in a clear and steady voice, "The sun momentarily disappeared behind a cloud and only reappeared once she made her statement." <laughs> Paled glitter and my hair shone like a pantene commercial. I handed her a mic so she could say it again louder. I booked an auditorium and sold tickets. It sold out in five minutes. I mean, I don't know where that went from reality to fantasy. It's yeah. There's I
0: mean, there, this <laughs> look maybe maybe this girl did say something like that because it's obviously stuck with her. It's a pivotal moment in her life, but it's um. Yeah, it's pretty full-on. Like, how old are they meant to be? <laughs> I, no.
1: oh, three and a half. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> but we love Irene. Thank you, Irene. You know. are the reason we're all here today. And I do like um,
0: that she that she's taken it on board. Um, that she's yeah. gone. You know what? Maybe. Maybe I'm, you know, emphasising too much what she said. And so she's decided that God was speaking to this little girl, um, <laughs> which is why she was suddenly so eloquent. Um, but I do yeah. like the idea that Mariah believes that her voice is full of instruments and yeah. can be musical. And given how much we've, you know, listened to her over the years, I'm like, well, you know. I would have trouble arguing with her.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. She's she's gonna prove it to us over and over and over again. And that moment where um, she
0: says, you know, um my voice could make other people feel something magical and transformative. I'm like, oh, damn you, Mariah, you do make me feel like that. How yeah. dare you yeah. be self aware?
1: And, <laughs> and that I know, who knew? I know. Um, and that's kind of where she Says that her purpose came from yeah. That it was that feeling um, Giving people that feeling Herself having that feeling And so thanks to mariah Mariah has a meaning Yes That's it Book oh, closed we're Finished.
0: we found the meaning Yeah All right. We don't need to go Into the next chapter Which is good Because it's distressing
1: <laughs> Yeah And I think we're there I think we we're, uh, I think that closed my existence.
0: eyes And I Which is a song And there's no lyrics I thought we'd get lyrics To close my eyes No <laughs> No
1: we get a different song at the end. Yes, we which She also doesn't sing. <laughs> How dare she? <laughs> How dare she now, yes, this song. this chapter does open pretty full on with the violence between her father and her brother. Yeah, and obviously um, her brother's quite
0: old uh, at this point. Like, well, a teenager.
1: I was going to say, yeah, I, I sort of had a little Google. And if Mariah was four, he was around 14. Yeah. There's no definitive date um, but even that stood out to me as it's one of those things where, you know, to Mariah, he would have been big, yeah. but he was 14. Like it's, yeah. you know,
0: but he's obviously it's scary. a big kid, like, you know, yeah. like physically powerful. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, uh, but even when she says something like this particular fight, it's like, oh, there's more this than was, one, yeah. obviously. Um, yeah. and having come from a house where there was violence, uh, it, it was a shocking thing for me. I was like, oh, yeah, here we go. I've, I've been there. Uh, this is terrifying. And, you know, there's something she talks about with the police coming over and not feeling safe, which is yeah. obviously a race thing, um, yeah. which I have obviously with no experience of. But I do have the experience of not feeling safe around the police. My dad was mates with bikies. <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, and other criminal elements um, like at one point I remember there was you know I was told like I was I was admiring someone's jacket like I was maybe six or seven years old um, and I was admiring someone's jacket and was told oh don't touch that because if you put it on he'll have to kill you and I'm like okay oh, <laughs> what Why? where have you taken me <laughs> Not an okay situation. <laughs> no,
1: that's, yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah.
0: So, um, but yeah, the, the violence I was, it's, it's, conf- but you know what? It's, it's kind of Im- impressionistic. Like there's no, you know, there, it's, it's all about like the tornado of fists and the shouting. Yeah. There's, there's no kind of specific, uh, display description or depiction of you know individual moments of violence it's just a like an impression of violence and and while it is confronting and it is terrifying it's i feel like it's she's still in a place where it's not um yeah she can't really dig into the the details of it because it's probably still quite distressing
1: yeah absolutely
0: but yeah, it's it's pretty full on. Like calling it a war zone at one point.
1: Yeah. And just saying that she didn't know whether the police were there to help or, or yeah. hurt, you know. Yeah. Um, all of that. And just even like the thing, I, I was very lucky. I didn't grow up in a uh, house of violence. Um, but the thing that stood out to me was the guns. Yeah. You know, as a four-year-old, like, I, I don't like to see guns now. No. Like,
0: But when the police are in your house, they have guns. So to see that... Guns. I mean, yeah, that's. I freak in Australia, when I, I see they them, they at them at
1: Flinders Street Station. <laughs> no, that's uh, I see them like in people's holsters, at, as in in the police, um, officers' holsters Oh, the train at police station. Guns and I back weird. up a little bit. I don't, I'm
0: not okay mm-hmm. with that. It might
1: just be the regular police out the front. I don't think it's the ones on the train. No, but they have but, guns too, don't uh, they? Anyway, I don't know. I just. Oh. Try to stay away. Um, now, one of one of the things that was a little bit lighter in this mm. chapter was we we met Nana Reese, or as I call her, Della. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> Touched by an angel. <laughs> yeah. She was a famous uh, there, there's gospel more singer before
0: that. she was in Touched by an Angel. Yeah, oh, she's everything.
1: <laughs> she was in Picket Fences too. <laughs> she was. <laughs> um, <laughs> I love Nana um, Reese. She's great. And, and sh- Isn't she great? She does provide Mariah a little bit of love and support in, in some of those times. But one thing that in the audiobook really stood out, mm. Mariah talks about having moved 13 times. Yeah. And she says it was thir- 13 occasions to be labeled unworthy and discarded, obviously trying to fit in and all of that. But the passion in her voice as she goes 13 times, 13 times, 13 times, it just gets like, yeah. I'm like, oh, she's feeling that.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, there was there was definitely some stuff going on there. Um, and um the, the quote that she attributed to her cousin Lavinia about you kids had all the burdens of being black but none of the benefits mm. now of course Adam and I neither of us are people of color no so we, we can't speak from personal experience but the idea of um, being stuck in the middle yeah is I think a lot of what she's talking about you know you there are, I suppose there's the white privilege side of things. Um, but then I know also within, um, families of color, if you're not dark enough, you know, you're this, you're that, um, and to be experiencing that at four. Yeah.
0: Well, that's something- Even within I'd, her
1: own family.
0: I listened to a great podcast. I was watching this great show called, uh, Lovecraft Country, um, which is an HBO- That's thing. a made up show. Hmm? <laughs> that's a made up show. No, it's, not, it's real. <laughs> it's a horror show, but they had this associated podcast and the two women in that- um, in the first... Like, it's amazing. I've learned so much from listening to the podcast and watching the show. Uh, but the two women in that are, are talking about, you know, the idea of passing and lighter-coloured skin versus darker-coloured yeah. skin and, like, just the the political uh, ideas behind it and who you cast in a role in a show. It was just... It was a very, very incredible thing so because you know neither of us are qualified or capable to talk about these things i will say go and listen to the lovecraft country radio podcast if you want to hear people talking quite intensely about race and how important uh it is to see it depicted in all of its different shades on screen um and what it is like to live that experience because you know neither of us can (laughs) tell you about that and
1: also Read the meaning of
0: Mariah. Carey. Well, obviously, yes, Mariah That's, can tell yes. us. But you know, if you want, uh, if you want another <laughs> opinion, if you want a second, yeah. <laughs> not that others matter, only really Mariah's. Um,
1: now, one of the things that was more of a fun thing that kind mm. of stood out to me was Mariah's mentioning of the rocking couch, which was the broken couch yes. that they kind of turned it around and made it something fun and familiar. Yeah. I think that is such a, a kid thing to do because, like the the things you pay attention to as a child. Every, every, well, everything. You pay attention hmm. to everything, and I do remember things like that where you'd be excited to see that broken couch yeah. or whatever it was, or that thing that didn't work, but you pretended it worked. Yeah. Um, you know, the, even the little, you know, rocking horses outside of the um, supermarket. You are like, that's a real horse. It doesn't have any ears anymore. And you have to put twenty cents in it to make off, it go. But
0: still, it's a it real still horse. Doesn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just thought that was just again that whimsy. That she was talking yes. about, I was like, okay, but, you know, there was still little moments of that, but um, she sort of says that Della Reese told her not Della to be scared and, and generally gave her comfort and hope, and then a bright light shone from above her mm. head, and that she says she was sent from God. Then it turned out that cousin Lavinia was actually Roma Downey, no, that's and. Not- <laughs> <laughs> and now we're in Touched by an Angel
0: It's not Touched by an Angel <laughs> Isn't it? Isn't it though? I look, it's not Touched you know? by an Angel And Mariah or Aurene is not Joan of Arcadia It's not <laughs>
1: I mean, well, that could be the meaning We <laughs> might get to the end and say And thus wraps up the series finale of Touched by no. an Angel Andrew, <laughs> um, Angel of
0: Death <laughs> Yeah, Angel of Death Yeah
1: um, now, at the very end of the chapter, she does um, mention Through the Rain, mm-hmm. um, which again, didn't sing. But what I found interesting was I, I don't know if this song was purposefully written about her brother and this yeah. this time, but just connecting it to how she said her brother's moods were like the weather. Um, right. And the the part that she says, you know, you can make it through the rain. Like, I was like, okay, I see what you're doing there, Mariah. You're marrying things up. Whether it was intentional or she just thought, oh, actually, you know, that makes sense. Let's put that yeah. section in. Wasn't super clear. But one thing that I, and this is just my revolting mind, <laughs> um, seeing the lyrics written out. Because normally, you know, you just sing the song and you don't think about it. And the way it's sung, you don't notice these things but seeing it written down as there's nothing you can't face made me think of what is it you can't face from the sound of music I can't there's face nothing you again. can't face yeah there's nothing you can't face but
0: she says she doesn't say can't she says can't
1: no, but cause, because i read in an australian accent um that's what i mean when she sings it it's like can't, yeah, can't yes. face, but that's not how I... I know. When you, see when it you down, when like, read it out loud in English, it's
0: confronting. Oh. <laughs> I've had, weirdly, this song in my head for the last four weeks and it will not go oh, away. Really? Yeah. And I keep listening to it and it's weirdly unsatisfying to listen to. And I I will... <laughs> I'm going to explain that a bit later in one of our other sections. Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. But, um, Shall we? Yeah, the, the, that lyric and should they tell you you'll never pull through is feels like you know she's been told more than twice uh you you know you you just you're not up to it you can't make it kind of yeah. thing and that's i mean that's also reflected in the lyrics to Mariah's theme can't take that away it yeah. it feels like she's been told more than once that you know you're not good enough and you'll never You'll never make a success of whatever you're doing, which is yeah. something, and
1: especially um, through the rain at, at the time that that was written, yeah, yeah, and yeah. recorded, and...
0: yeah. But that, I mean, that was something I kind of grew up with as well. Like when, like ever since I was five years old, I always said I wanted to be a writer. Like you were saying with music, for me it was books. Like yeah. I had books everywhere. Yeah. I always had books. I taught myself to read before I went to school. Uh, my parents were neither of them finished school. Um, they were. They're still there. They're still there. <laughs> you yeah. know, they're like <laughs> any they're day, like now. Nelson for the Simpsons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they, yeah. So as I became more and more educated, and was you know like at the age of five, wanted to be a writer. That never stopped, and you know, I've got my book out now, uh, which yes, you can see. Next, to Mariah, next to Mariah Big W, at the Big W, thank you, posh, which I promised. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's you know one thing I was constantly told as a kid and has made it really hard for me as an adult is you'll need something to fall back on. Mm -hmm. Like as if you're, you're really not good enough. And it's like, I have been more than good enough for a very long time. Like my marks at school were ridiculous. Uh, You know, and it's, but I still, because being constantly told that you constantly feel like, Oh, maybe I'm, Maybe I do need to, maybe I do need to have something to fall back on. It's like, yeah. I'm, made, I'm making a living out of this. I have made a living out of this most of my life, but I still yeah. like, here I am 30 years in <laughs> to, to doing this as a li- for a living and I'm like, oh, maybe I do need to have something to fall back on. Should I learn a trade?
1: <laughs> yeah. And I a hundred percent get that. Like for me, I think graphic design, which is what I've done for about 10 mm. years has been, has kind of been the backup. In a way, um, because I thought it was a clever way to, through through my graphic design, I've been able to, um, you know, do my own performance flyers and all that sort of stuff, yeah. but also to get, I do a bit of copywriting because I do, I love a bit of writing as yeah. well and, um, and get to be creative every day, but it is, it's an office job. Um, but as I've sort of more pushed towards the performing side and, and putting together an album, which COVID has slowed down, but it's happening. And I think people often I'll talk about it and it's almost like, they're like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> and I'm like... Actually, this is the thing that gives me so much more than anything else. And, okay, maybe I will have to do the design a bit longer to pay for it because that's, you know, I'm not going to walk into a recording um, company and they're just going to be like, yeah, here's a contract. Um, But for me, success isn't about, oh, he's the number one artist in the world. It's about writing, you know, and singing the songs I want to sing, getting it out there that people, whoever want to hear it, whoever can hear it, do. But it's more just about me going, I did that thing. Like, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, the Grammy Award winning. Yeah. Um, as nice as that would be. I mean, I don't want to say no if you listen to <laughs> the, uh, Grammy Committee. I'm not turning um, you down. Um, no, no, no. I'm no. just saying I'm um,
0: fine without. But I
1: think a lot of it is people's perception of what success is. Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard of them. Therefore, they're not successful. And I think of people, someone like Nick Cave is someone who sticks out to me. As a lot of people know who he is. But he's not you know, number one every week or anything, but he has a, had a really consistent career. He's got his people. He writes what he wants to write. He works in different areas as well. Like even in film yeah. and, and all sorts. It's like, that's the kind of person I want to be, yeah. um, you know, kind of artist I want to be. And I think it's the same as what you've said. You just, you just do it and it becomes um, a success in itself because you're just following what you want to do. Yeah. Um, so people should shut up. <laughs> 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 That's the meaning of the, posh. The meaning of posh. <laughs> People should. The shut meaning up. of the meaning of posh.
0: <laughs>
1: now, should we head into a little of Mariah
0: meatiness? A Mariah meatiness. Well, I feel like we've been fairly meaty already, but yes.
1: Mm, Mariah May. to do for each chapter so this time we'll be scoring all three chapters mm-hmm. we will be giving the chapters a score from number one to infinity yes of
0: course
1: now so that we don't end up with random numbers like 475 <laughs> um, and it makes no sense what we'll do is a, a, a regular sort of scoring from one to ten but if it's really extra In- infinity. we go to infinity <laughs> um, so let's start with an intention what score Did you give from number one to impact?
0: Well, look, you know, I'm going to end up giving 10 to everything. (laughs) (laughs) But as far as like setting a tone for the book, letting us know what, what is to come that we're going to get basically the inner child's, you know, perspective on the career of Mariah Carey as her meaning, um, definitely an eight minimum.
1: Okay. See, I went for a seven. Oh, but I think I'm being a little cautious because I don't know what's to come. Yes, that's true. So I thought if I start too high, you know, or what's going to happen? I gave it a seven because I thought it's a good start at setting the tone, but we weren't really into the juiciness no. yet, you
0: know? But it was very, um, it's, it's its very much a statement of intent, which is, you know, why it's called the intention. Yes. <laughs> so it's a, a,
1: a seven from me an eight from Fab. You score uh, on this, a whiteboard somewhere. <laughs> I am <I'm> typing it. <laughs> um Existence Existence
0: Look it's very ephemeral And I don't believe that Mariah Ene ever existed <laughs> But I do love a lot of the things she's saying um, I'm going to give this one a 7 This is a 7 for me
1: Oh there we go We're swapped I pushed that to oh. 8 Because I thought we're starting to lift a little Yes We're getting a little more oh, A little more ivory. Mariah and now close my eyes.
0: Close my eyes is very confronting, um, but like I said, there's uh, it's impressionistic. The the paintings of the violence. It's you know there's no horrific detail, which I guess you know at the age of four, what do you remember? You just remember arms yeah. sticking out of shirts, banging around, um, which is which was an amazing image. I thought. Um, so yeah, this I'm going to give this a nine. Because it is weighty, it is emotionally impactful, and we get you know Nana the prophetess.
1: Yes, Nana Dolores. <laughs> um, I also gave this one a nine because oh, I, I thought you know we're not quite getting to the infinity. No, we haven't got to infinity things, yet. But things are happening. I'm
0: sure, there is some infinity in Sing Sing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and you know um, any of the lamely listening, I, I will uh, send out a little tweet. Of some of these scores, and feel free to send us your scores yes. as well. We we love to hear from everyone. But as a Mariah fan, um,
0: I have to say they're all infinity. <laughs> I'm just yeah, obviously. My, objective me, as a writer, is giving them these scores, but Mariah fan, <laughs> the the lamb that I am, says infinity for each <laughs> one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all
1: right, I think it's time for the remix. What if you were Mariah in any of these situations? Is there something you would have done differently?
0: Well, this is going to be controversial <gasps> because it's about through the rain, oh. and having listened to it a lot, and what I've decided it needs is a full orchestral remix. She doesn't have to go back in and sing it, but I want she will. Uh, she will, <laughs> but I want like you know the orchestration for never too far from glitter. Like that big soaring strings, like a big full orchestra. The production on "Through the Rain" is kind of really minimal. It's quite electronic, yeah. and it's and you know there's rain. That's fine, but <laughs> I
1: want and she goes through. Us. I want
0: a full orchestra because it is such a big, momentous song. It's got a great key change, and it just feels a little bit. I don't know. Like I feel like Mariah's doing all of the heavy lifting. And the music is just sort of trying to keep up with her. Yeah. And this, I don't know, this is technically nothing to do with the book. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. But she put the lyrics in there and I've just, I've wanted this to change all my life. So if Mariah, if you're listening, can you go back in and re-record the orchestrations? That would be great. Just for me. Yeah. Because I just, (laughs) I just think your voice needs, like, it needs more. It needs more support. There you go.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Just That's so, what in, I would so much power. No, I love it's that. It's a literal remix
0: line? for the remix. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs>
1: I just want another remix of, of a Mariah song. Um, now, my my remix would have been that if I were Mariah, mm. as I got older, I would have demanded to see more of Nana Dallarice.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Because she just sounds delightful. And unfortunately, they did sort of go off into their separate directions. I would have been like, no. I need to go to Dallarisa's house, Dallarisa's pieces, if you will. Uh- <laughs>
0: that is a really distressing thing to read because you just go, because as a kid, the people that you really relate to and link with, uh, you know, when the necessities of your family life are that you need to separate from those kinds of people. It is really hard. Like for us, it was um, that my alcoholic father was becoming more and more violent and terrifying. And so, mum just cut off all the yeah. people that she was friends with because it was just like, well, it's too embarrassing. So, we were like, A, it meant there were no circuit breakers and we were locked inside with him. <laughs> but, oh, no, awful. Uh, but it meant, you know, like a lot of our friends, like, because, you know, you, you make friends at school, but also there's family friends. Yeah, and they all started to disappear. And yeah, I totally understand that kind of feeling, like wanting to spend time with someone, but because of the weird necessities of your family, you can't. So yeah, yeah.
1: So that was that was, and the other the the little remix was probably not using the words "dad" and "kinky" in the same sentence. Though I know many, many who have have a different (laughs) meaning in America. The meaning of the meaning of the word <laughs> um. <laughs> mm, Can take that away, oh, Mariah's lesson. Take that away. Mariah's lesson. What have we learned from Mariah this week?
0: What have we learned? I think we've learned that, uh, you know, family violence is terrible and terrifying. Mm. Um, If we didn't already know that. I think we already knew that. But, you know, (laughs) it's. I think it's one of those things that, you know, people talk about it a lot, but no one ever thinks of what it looks like to a child. Yeah, And seeing it from a child's eyes is you know it is a terrifying thing it's like here are two people that you love because like you're a kid your your love is unconditional mm. and they are destroying one another like physically hurting each other and probably smashing things in the house like you know some of your favorite stuff gets broken um as a child it was always my records that were covered in beer <gasps> <No> uh, <idea. laughs> my favorite shirley Bassy skipped from there on but yeah, it doesn't have the range. <laughs> she doesn't have the range anymore. <laughs> um, oh no, I've listened to her new song. She's, she's still, she can still build.
1: No, the record itself. Oh, the record <laughs> doesn't have I the mean. range. No, sorry. No. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> Shirley she-
0: Bassey, like as a complete sidebar, Shirley Bassey is doing Beyonce and it is perino. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Shirley Bassey sings I Was Here and whew. Uh, anyway, and she was. <laughs> She
2: still is. I don't
0: know, she's in her 80s. <laughs> but yeah, I that's, that's one thing I can take away is remembering that, that that kind of thing is still terrifying for children, even as adults. Yeah. Like, it's we talk about it a lot. I know it's a, a big media issue at the moment, but the, the emotional impact on children going through the rest of their lives is incalculable.
1: See, I love that you've gone really serious and I go for the joke and people are going to be like, God, that posh has no heart. And they would be right. Um, So I learned this week that if I'm having a moment, I should whisper sing a few bars of Mariah and that will fix everything.
0: It does, though. Mm. I do do that. (laughs) I've been, like I said, so that's I've, been, I've been my takeaway. Well not so much whisper of singing, but I have been I have been singing the key change for through the Ray just alone <laughs> in my house. Wishing some strings would kick in, they don't in the song. <laughs> you
1: just hear them yourself.
0: I do. I hear like a full lush orchestration for that song in my head.
1: All I can think of is uh, this is going to be a throwback. There's an episode of Xena mm. where Gabrielle gets drugged. And she gets left in this cave with all these rocks and she tries to lead them you know, like a choir oh. <laughs> and she hears them. <laughs> so like they literally into the soundtrack build like, oh, <laughs> and she's like, but then she's telling the ones, <laughs> telling them off when they haven't nailed it. <laughs> no, you guys are Sopranos. You're not doing it properly. Uh, <laughs> and that's how I'm picturing you through the rain. No, your strings, not enough. Come, more. <laughs> Have
0: you watched Dead to Me, the Netflix show? Yes. I oh my god! Show. The little kid that screams at everyone at his choir because no one's singing properly. Yeah, and then you're like, "That's oh. me." <laughs> you're like, "Why are they so terrible?" You're like, "Oh, he's just a little kid." And then you, then when she's having the conversation with the singing teacher who's had a car accident and can't actually hear, like she's tone deaf now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, it is and a good you, time. And
0: you're just like, oh, it makes so much more sense now.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that was me as a dancer. Oh. Um, I get very frustrated. You're not doing um, the steps properly. Did- yes. One, two, three, like, three ball re- change. <laughs> yeah. <don't- laughs> Don't ruin my show. <laughs> this is my moment.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And because I was usually the only boy, I was front row center. Yeah. So don't, <laughs> don't fuck it up. Um, now, a, a little section that will come in here and there. We don't have a sting for it because I think it's just better to say it. Yes. But it's the I don't know her. Well, section. I was there. Anyone you felt we shouldn't know that Mariah shouldn't know? What do you? What do you? Well, feeling?
0: I didn't think that until you told me the way she introduced her brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <sighs> Morgan. <laughs> I think we, as a podcast, uh, yeah, don't know Morgan.
1: No, I. That was exactly what I said. From what was mentioned in the book, and then a quick Google search, <laughs> um, I am definitely feeling that Morgan Carey. We don't know her. We don't know her. Now I know. Just to clarify, we do know that Morgan is the brother, <laughs> but everyone's and I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah Monday, just so every or the Lamley know, we will be covering the two chapters. There can be miracles. It should be brackets when you believe,
0: believe.
1: Uh, slash when Christmas comes. Oh,
0: I am very excited about those two chapters. We are very excited because you know it is now officially MC MC Mariah Carey Merry Christmas time.
2: <laughs> it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I have I've been able to stop skipping when uh, they turn up yep. in the in the randomness.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You can hear those bells. I'm very like, I'm very excited about adding this. a new
0: um, Christmas album to my repertoire. Every year I get a new Christmas album.
1: Oh, what are you thinking this year?
0: Um, well, Dolly has a new one. Of course she does. And uh, yeah. she's got one with Kenny, which I don't mind. Um, Is it just?
1: Christmas in the stream.
0: <laughs> Christmas in the stream. <laughs> I, do you know how hard I go to sing the actual tune and then realise it's and then you realise we can't quickly yeah. sing something else <laughs> in case the, the crawlers are all over our podcast trying to trying to make us pay for things. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so that's my. But yeah, I'll, you know, of course, I'll be listening to Merry Christmas and Merry Christmas to you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I do believe that there is a, a Mary J. Blige album called Merry Christmas, oh. which is heaven. But now I need Mary Mary, for, who sang Shackles, praise yes. you. Um, I need them to release a Christmas album called A Merry Merry Christmas. Thank you. A lot
0: of their stuff is already, like, they they do a lot of gospel music. So yeah. a lot of their stuff is already fairly gaudy. I reckon you could just say it was a Christmas album. True. And you'd be fine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> It just feels like a missed opportunity, you know? Yeah.
0: They probably do do one. But I do love Mary J. Blige. Like, uh, that's one song I've been listening to constantly. The remix where Mary is telling Mariah that, you know, you know, you're Mariah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, Mariah Mary does Taylor. know her. Mariah knows Barry. <laughs> they know each That's other. That's a very good well. thing because she's nice to him. <laughs> that
0: was one of my favourite You know, those moments where you just have like, a, you know, we used to have Spontaneous Mariah on Twitter. We still have Spontaneous we do still Mariah. We have Spontaneous Mariah. Um, when the first time I saw the film clip for No More Drama, the Barry J. Mm-hmm. Blige song, and Mariah turned up on one of the TV screens, like singing along to the oh, really? backing vocals, I'm like,
1: <gasps> Spontaneous Mariah! <laughs> I never noticed that. Oh, you better I'll go, and, have to watch go watch and watch it again. She's just one of the faces yes. on the little
0: screens. It's like, oh, okay. Mariah, where'd you come from? <laughs> um.
1: We've done it. We have cracked open oh. the book. Like, we're really into it now. It's
0: very exciting. So, two more which chapters very in the next week, which. Yes. Whew.
1: Fab will be doing the audiobook next time. Oh, I get to listen um, to the book, finally. You do. But you can go back now and listen to these chapters and hear the size. I they're will. not as big as I probably yeah, think you, they are, but, I, but I, they're in I there. I don't imagine they are, but I know you. But know. you'll notice. notice. There's there's exhaustion in the voice. <sighs> <sighs> <More laughs> <more than.
0: laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and 13, 13, 13. 13. <laughs> I'm looking forward Um, to it (laughs) But Lamley, Feel free to follow us On all the socials Me I am a memoir Uh, Me I am a memoir At gmail as well We love to hear from you We have heard a few bits and pieces Let me pull up Gary Yes (laughs) uh, Sent us a a little message On Facebook saying That I love the show You guys are heaven (laughs) Which we are, and and he was also an old Talking Puffy fan. Oh, wow. Well. So. But yes, he wants us to keep going after we finish the oh. book. Which, the, the title of the podcast may make that a little difficult, but but we'll be, like, we'll be here for a while. We will be here for a while.
0: Uh, Rodney uh, also posted on Facebook, I've been listening to the audiobook of Mariah. I love that she sings on it. Oh, I haven't got to that yet. Don't spoil it for me.
1: Oh, well, she's had so many opportunities, and she's yet not taken them, Mariah. Oh, look, What's going on?
0: She's, because she's very sensible. She knows when to belt... And Went to whisper. Sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what we've learned. That's our lesson for Mariah this week. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can take that away. That's what we're taking um, away. <laughs> but I think that's it. Um, oh. We've we've done it. Look at us.
0: All right. Well, see you next week, next Mariah Monday for yes. another two chapters of the meaning of the meaning of Mariah Carey. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Posh. Thanks, Lamely. Right.
1: Thank you. Bye, Lamely.